0: Hello and welcome to the Logistics Podcast, I'm your host Bonnie Cliff, thanks for joining me. Today we continued the conversation from last week's episode about apparel in the warehouse, with Kim Baldry from Dematic, Claire Bottle from the UKWA, and Dave Berridge from AMSA. Previously we discussed workplace wellbeing and the importance of a robust sustainability strategy we'll pick up where we left off with our panel about to dive into a discussion about warehouse technology.
1: Well, the technology which I'm watching most closely is actually battery technology. And I think that has a lot of different applications. But certainly in warehouses, we're seeing a drive towards electrification. So fewer Diesel forklift trucks, fewer gas powered forklift trucks, more electric ones. We're seeing the growth of different sorts of automation, such as the automation supplied by Domatic, but, you know, conveyor belts, AMR robots. But almost all of that sort of equipment is electrically powered. But whilst we're seeing this demand for electricity rise, I think nationally and perhaps even internationally, our grid capacity is not really going to be able to support all of the demand for electricity that we see coming down the road Um, and of course I've mainly talked about warehousing which is my field of expertise but in freight transport I think the demand for electricity is also going to rise probably exponentially in a way that I find slightly frightening but I'm hopeful that part of the way that we're going to solve problems that might come up with this rise of electrification is going to be through a step change in battery technology. And I don't know what that looks like yet, but that's what I'm really looking out for.
2: Okay, if I can go back inside the warehouse now, I think the the, the biggest thing I'm seeing, I think we're on the cusp of having an awful lot of picking robots. Being out in the marketplace, most of the integrators, I think, if you go into their innovation centers, they've got picking robot technology, but it's not quite commercialized yet. I mean, if you if you try and see one actually working out in the field, they're they're not quite there, but they're, we're we're on the cusp of that. And I suspect within the next next few years, we're going to see a massive increase in terms of um, robotic picking. Once that technology is perfected, that's going to combine with e-commerce still growing uh, and as we get further and further into ecom the unit loads getting smaller and smaller that then requires picking we could, we're not shipping cartons around we're not shipping pallets around we're shipping individual items so picking is going to become more and more important i think the cost of well, the availability and the cost of picking robots will go up at the same time as as labor costs i mean they they're still increasing they're predicted to carry on increasing and uh, we'll we'll get to the point where uh, automated picking is the is the way forward on the other side of that the more ecom we have, that creates more returns, and returns are a massive problem to handle in warehouses. So, sort of technology that can handle returns, whether that be pocket sortation, these sort of processes. Now, I know it depends on the uh, the country we're talking about. Different countries have got different um, requirements and generate different return rates. Germany, for example, has a massive return rate because of the uh, the way that people pay for things um, in that marketplace from an econ perspective. But handling returns and technologies to handle those returns, I think, are going to be equally important. But picking robots, number one, and, and actually perfecting those and, and doing a lot of this item picking and then handling the inevitable returns that come back. So that, that's where I see the big growth.
3: Regards to battery, it will be interesting to see how much we're going to have to answer that question and problem at a global level. You know, companies that do sell forklift trucks and AGVs, um, Domatic does, our parent company Kian does, how do we handle our batteries? You know, we have programs for returning them and not disposing of them. So those are important. And definitely you're going to see a growth in the robotic picking. Actually, robots for a lot of things, things that were, you know, we were talking earlier about making things easier for an employee in a warehouse. You're seeing robotic truck unloaders, robotic truck loaders. Those kinds of things I think are going to be making a bigger splash in the industry as well, because it really, it takes away from a job that is just miserable for a person to do. So definitely the robots are going to be um, increasing in returns. We actually, I'm sitting on a committee in our company right now on returns handling, and what are we going to do to improve solutions that we provide for our customers for that. And the big thing, not only for returns, and is especially important for returns is software. So the ecosystem of the software inside the the warehouse, but also across the ecosystem of our customers. So at the store level, knowing where inventory is, knowing where people are, the processes. So basically, supply chain level software is going to continue to grow and have an importance as we move Our inventory to different places besides just a distribution center, like a store or a small depot in a local area. So, and then the software is a key element in handling uh, returns because you have to have a process to follow on returns, and that can be tied to being able to track your ESG. You know, am I disposing of an item? Am I selling it to a third party company? Um, All of those things. So, the software will be. I think will continue to be a key of of stitching everything together that we've been talking about.
0: Following this discussion about current levels of automation in the logistics industry, I asked the panel where they see warehouse technology developing over the next five years.
1: It's a great question, Bonnie. I've got two answers. So the first thing I'd like to say is that our research found that only 5% of UK warehouses have any solar panels on the reef at the moment. Uh, And so I would predict, and actually, I'm not just making a blind prediction. I'm trying to make this happen by raising the profile of of the issue and I'm engaged with the UK government to try and unlock some of the barriers which prevent the retrofit of rooftop solar. I mentioned batteries earlier so I think the installation of more renewable energy uh, and in particular for warehouses rooftop solar is is one sustainable practice that will become more widespread Uh, and the other is again a slightly more bigger picture one and we touched on this idea of returns. I think Ultimately, we have to become a circular economy, which means that we'll need to recycle, repair, reuse, upcycle all sorts of different goods. And although those concepts are quite familiar and people talk about them quite a lot, it's rarely described where that activity is going to happen. And in my view, I would say those things are going to take place in warehouses. So the role of the warehouse is going to become absolutely pivotal in the circular economy of the future.
2: If i can just pick up on on your, your first point claire i mean one of the things in terms of um, new build distribution centers in certain countries and the netherlands for example there, there's a requirement there that if you apply for planning permission the whole building has to be self-supporting in terms of energy to actually get planning permission so you effectively you've got to put solar panels or wind turbines or whatever on your building to be able to get past the planning stage that would be a great place to get to in the uk as well which would really drive the solar and and, and all those other activities to make uh, more sustainable buildings. If I move on to my own prediction, I'm gonna repeat myself and talk about robotic picking. I think we're on the cusp of something big in terms of robot picking. I think it's gonna get more reliable. I think we're gonna need less people looking after it and it's gonna be the way forward in terms of uh, within the the warehouse to sort of have robotics that reliably pick things.
3: I always study what's going on in Europe as part of my job because I always, uh, I tell our customers and our company here, in about five years we'll be doing what Europe is doing in the States. So I always watch what's going on over there. So all of the things that they're talking about with regards to renewable energy, I would love to see that make its way to our country as well and, and be adopted more. And I think it will as it has, people are very much aware of it, of of what we're doing to our planet. Robotic picking, completely agree. The circular economy is so interesting to me and I've actually written a couple pieces about, is, you're seeing it in apparel, more than any place else, where we have, you know, resale companies talking about reselling, resell, reduce, you know, reuse, definitely seeing that in apparel. And wouldn't it be cool if we could see that, you know, in general merchandise or in consumer goods, right? If we could refill, if our warehouse was a refill and dispensary center, rather than just sending out products that would have, you know, brand new off the shelf. So lots of exciting thoughts. I still, I'm going to repeat myself like Dave did and I'm going to repeat it on AI and software and where we're going to be able to go with that to really help us manage so many things and predict how to do things better. So manage inventory better, manage our people better and processes better, m- make better decisions about where we, like Dave mentioned earlier, where we route things and where we pick inventory from and get it to the consumer. And also just improving accuracy all the way around in all of the things that we do. So. That's where I think we'll have some significant gains in the next decade,
0: which will help all of the other
3: things that we've been talking about
0: improve and run more smoothly. Thank you to Kim, Claire, and Dave for sharing their expertise with us today. Don't miss the opportunity to take the next step in your automation journey. Engage with Domatic, and they'll be more than happy to guide you towards the perfect solution. Your journey to enhanced efficiency and productivity starts with the conversation. Visit Domatic's website today and embark on the path to transformative automation. Thanks for listening to the Logistics Podcast. Keep it moving.